What's that, Doctor? What's that? If he doesn't come in for a life-saving operation in the next 24 hours, he's going to die. And you can't get hold of him. Oh, well, I'm, just about, I'm actually just about to do a podcast with him, so I, I'll let him know. Of course I understand the importance, Doctor. Look, I, 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 I will let him know. Okay. Oh, uh, hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Stu and Al pod with me, Al, and... Yeah, me, Stu, ha, ha, ha. You're right, Stu. I was just, um, I was just on the phone to your doctor and um, he, uh, he says everything's fine. Don't worry about oh, anything. Oh, did he? Yeah, don't call, oh, don't call them. He just said specifically don't call them because they're very, very busy, but you're absolutely right. fine. He did say... He did say when to speak in person, but if you said everything's fine, then I suppose I ain't got to worry, yeah? Yeah, well, he spoke to me, so don't worry about it, Stu. Don't, just forget it. Mm. It's, all, it's all fine. So, hello. Good, good. <laughs> Welcome. Nobody likes you when you're 23. <laughs> I should have started with that, shouldn't I, really? Where's your, med- <laughs> where's your medley? I know. I, I, I'm, uh. I don't want to do a medley every week because I think it's going to spoil things. But don't worry, I've got something special for next episode. Well, certain people love these medleys, you know. And some I probably know. the highlight of their every other week. <laughs> I apologise. I have got something for next week. Stu, what are you drinking today? Uh, same as last time, Al. Guinness. Oh, I've got a bishop's finger in my mouth. <laughs> what? But what are you drinking, though? <laughs> bishop's finger. Oh, I think I've had this before. It smells... It smell. smells, smells a little bit like we. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it does. But... Uh, let's taste it. It's, well, it's quite nice, actually. That's Bishop's mm-hmm. finger. I think I probably plug. I think still. I think I probably had that before, and the drink. So yeah. <laughs> I can't have mine yet because, as you know, Albert Guinness. It takes one hundred and nineteen point five seconds to pour the perfect pint. So I'm halfway through waiting. It's getting there. I just it's gone past it a minute ago, so. But that was the last one. All right. It's getting there. It's nearly black. We're nearly ready. Oh, we've had um, a lot of new new downloads from new places. Yeah, excellent. Like, you know, we, we start doing this now. I like doing this bit. Yeah, go on then. So, we've had new downloads in Glasgow. Hey, Paul. <laughs> Nuneaton. Nuneaton. <laughs> Not Nuneaton. No. Preston. All right, Preston. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. Cambridge. Hello, I'm from Cambridge. Spawn. Uh, Fort Lauderdale in Florida. Hey, up that election. Yeah, great. <laughs> uh, Nashua in New Hampshire. That's America's, isn't it? Uh, yep. Hey, what up, what up, pals? All right. How about that sports team guy? <laughs> um, St. Petersburg in Florida. Hey, get on the Gold Coast. Uh, Pom- Pompano Beach, Florida. We've been very popular in Florida this thing. Yeah. Pompano, baby. Uh, Queens in New York. Hey, schmuck. Brooklyn in New York. Hey, you bloody schmuck. <laughs> Washington, Washington in Virginia. That is place only has 103 people on its population list in 2019. So, hmm. Oh. That kind of about. Hello, hello, there's not many of us. Like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Frankfurt in Germany. Uh, ich bin ein Schlafensack. Stuart, do you know what that means? Uh, I am a Schlafensack. I am a sleeping bag. Oh, very good. <laughs> and finally, Bad Salzburg in Germany. It's in Saxony. 
Oh, ja, guten Tag. Hey, guys. Perfect. Wie geht's? Oh, well, Al, so yeah. you're, looking, you're looking forward to the summer, Al? Um, yes, sure. I am too. Um, as, as you know, we're both football fans. We love, we love football. Soccer yeah. to our American friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, not all good news for all countries entering this year's tournament. Um, as there's been a bit of a crisis this week ahead of the Euros. Yeah. Uh, all of Spain's midfielders <sighs> have ruled them... They've ruled themselves out of the tournament um, just because yeah. they don't they don't want to do it. They're not. They're just like no, we don't want to. We don't want to risk it. We're not going to do this. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's um, a bit of a problem for Spain. Yeah. But uh, you know, if they can resolve it, we'll find out. But nobody expects the Spanish mid position to be resolved oh. anytime soon. But speak, <laughs> speaking of um, speaking of speaking of cinemas, Al. Yeah. Have you heard about the uh, the lady cleaning people's houses in exchange for French paintings? No. She works hard for the money. <laughs> oh. oh, money, 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 money. <laughs> money. Stu, a lot of people yeah. um, have got a, a few issues with our podcast. And a lot of I've been listening to a lot of people saying that we need a third person to be added. Oh, uh. So I was down the bus station the other day. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> As I do. And I happened upon this lovely chap called Cecil. Now, All right. I got talking to him and I thought, he is right up our streets, Steve. So I thought I'd bring him on and, and this would sort of be his audition, if that's all right with you. Yeah, bring him on board, see what we've got. Now, he's prepared something for us. He said he wanted to tell us a little bit about his day and a little bit about himself so that the listeners can, you know, kind of get a little bit of a, a feel for him. So I'll bring him in, Football. if that's all right. Here he is. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you want to say hello to him? Hello, mate. How you doing? Hello, you right? <laughs> <clears throat> right. My name, Just, hey, mm. my name is Silly Settle. <laughs> <Yes. My, laughs> this ain't going to work. My favourite food is sausages in jelly. <laughs> My birthday is on the 67th of November. <laughs> My favourite animal is a girog, which is a cross between a giraffe and a dog. <laughs> Do you want to know what I did today, Stu? I guess I have to say yes. <laughs> I exposed myself at a retirement home and when they called the police, I shat in my hand and <sighs> threw it at them. <laughs> See you later, Stu. <laughs> oh, Stu. I know what you're thinking, Stu. Yeah? He's too similar to me and you, isn't he? Yeah, we'll have to get rid of him. Never mind. Yeah, he's just too similar. Oh, bloody hell. I thought he was perfect. Anyway. Nah, well. Does that mean we'll never see him again? Well, no, he'll, he'll probably turn up again. He's one of them characters, isn't he? Oh. <laughs> right, anyway. Let's crack on. This is top three. Top three. So, top three. Ah, we've, we've been doing this for 23 episodes now, plus a oh, Christmas yeah. special as well. Yeah. So, um, right. So, for anyone who doesn't know what our top three section is, we pick a certain subject each episode and we tell each other our top three things about it. So, Al, for example, if I was to say to you top three websites. Yep. 
I'd go for um, Google. Yep. Um, Pornhub. Yep. <laughs> and digitalstarterpack.co.uk. What do they do, you mean? Is yeah. that what you said? Well, they offer affordable web and graphic design from as little as £199. For more information, visit www.digitalstarterpack.co.uk. <coughs> Plug. <laughs> Fucking sell out. <laughs> uh-huh. There you go, Michael. <laughs> You'll find more information on our Twitter and Instagram feeds, I'm sure. Correct. Anyway, Stu, I gave us the topic last episode, and it was top three biscuits. How did you get on with it? Mm. Uh, all right, actually, Al. Um, two of them are cookies. Okay. You'll, I'll explain more as we I, go on. But, um... I, saw, I saw a packet of biscuits today that almost changed my whole top three. Oof. And I've not eaten them. I know they're going to be great, but I've not had them in my top three. But I know they're going to be amazing. They're basically mint Maryland cookies. So, brilliant. Really? Yeah. Saw them today. Well, they, are they new? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Stu, so it's my choice. So I'd like you to go thir- first and give me your third favourite biscuit. Okay. Um, so the third favourite, out. this is any kind of brand, but it's the triple chocolate cookie. So that would be a dark chocolate biscuit with chocolate chips excellent good of the choice. triple kind Ooh. very underrated biscuit hour is i i would um you know a very underrated biscuit perfect to eat in museums on a train or at your local bookmakers yes i found i don't know if they uh, actually eat them in a museum though would they there's only one way <laughs> to find out <laughs> excellent so that's your, any facts about them or anything Yes, the triple chocolate cookie originated in um, Odyssey. Yeah, from 1894. It was eaten first by a man called uh, Ram Stein. Oh, good name. Hmm. He had it with milk, and it was a sunny day, and it was a Tuesday. Excellent. Thanks, Stu. No well, problem. My, my number three, and I know. Some people won't like this, but I've seen some love for it on Twitter this week. Is the humble fig roll. Mm. Now, I know a lot of people don't like fig rolls. Mate. But I remember having fig rolls as a kid. Used to eat them loads. So they are made by McVitie's, Jacobs and Boland's. And this is something, Stu. In the mid-90s, Jacobs produced a limited edition chocolate fig roll. Oh, really? Yeah. So now, I might, I, that, that wouldn't be too bad, I, I imagine. Yeah. I'm not, so I don't really like fig rolls, but put well, a bit of chocolate on there. I wonder if any of our American listeners will um, appreciate them. I mean, I think over there they're called Fig Newtons, and they started in 1892 over there. But I think they're more jam-filled in America. They might, you might have to get back. You might have to get in contact with me there, um, any of our American listeners, and let me know. And if you could send Please. us some Fig Newtons, I'd quite like to try Ooh. them. So, yeah, that's well, my you, number three. You two. can. I'm not. <laughs> Give us your number two. Number two, out a basic chocolate Vitties digestive. Good choice. Good choice. Chocolate diet. Not plain, though. Chocolate digestive. Dude, I'm not a weirdo. Anyone that picks a plain digestive <laughs> is an absolute yeah. cunt. <laughs> is an absolute what? <laughs> cunt. Um, my mum picked the plain one this week, Al. Apart from your mum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, an excellent biscuit. It's a great snack or something to eat during an art presentation I found in the past. Oh, yes. From lovely. personal experience. Um, I've eaten these in Norwich, Devon, Leicester, and North Haverbrook. And by God, we put them on the map. <laughs> well, oh, well done. Well done. Ring that bell, ring that bell, <laughs> ring that bell. Is that everything you've got about them? I've got a few facts, Al. Oh, go for it. McVitie's released this um, biscuit. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Excellent. The first right. eaten. Uh, I work facts. No. <clears throat> McVitie's, as you know, uh, released a biscuit um, in the past. Yep. Uh, first eaten in, according to my notes, Papua New Guinea, mistaken Ooh. for a crumpet, burnt one. Uh, they tried it. They loved it. And now it's a national delicacy over there. You can Excellent. find that in a book, Me and My Biscuit, by um, Brian Table. Oh. Who, um, wrote many books on biscuits and also um, cakes. Excellent. Well, yep. My number two, my number two is something I had this week. Um, it's the Choco Leibniz. Ah, uh, okay. You know which one I mean? Popular. Yeah, yeah, I had to look it up when people sent it in. Now, a lot of these biscuits, like, I found, <coughs> like this one started in 1889. This is mental. Really? I thought it was yeah. a modern. I thought it was a modern thing. I thought it was. Well, unless it's the company or something. Um, mm. it is, it is, it's described on their website. I actually went on these websites. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> It's described as a crisp butter biscuit with a top layer. Uh, sorry, the top layer is coated in milk chocolate, but you can also get them um, in orange, white, and dark. I'd like to try the orange one. I think that'll be uh, good. Yeah, I do like a good orange biscuit. Like, um, I like orange club chocolate yeah. bars. I had, I had a pack of these this week when I was at work, Stu. There's only nine in a pack, so I got through them mm. in three days. Uh, I've limited really? myself to three a day. That's a bit poor, out to be honest, mate. But I mean, one of our listeners, regular Gav, I'm sure you'll know regular Gav by yeah, now. Yeah, he'd have eaten them all on the well, way home did from these... the shop. We learnt this week he did a sitting of 24 Krispy Kreme donuts. Did we not uh, talk about this on the day. last episode? But yeah, but I'm just saying, if he can do 24 Krispy Kremes in a day, you can't even manage nine. Yeah, but I was rationing. Leaves. I was rationing them. Why well, is there a war going on? <laughs> oh, yeah, really war on. Carry on. <laughs> Right, Stu, give me number one. Yeah. Well, okay. So I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, um, oh. as, like, as, as per the chocolate bar um, incident before. Mm-hmm. My number one is the bounty cookie. <sighs> okay. Now you get six in a pack, and they're beautiful, and it's my favorite biscuit in the world. Yeah. Um, I love the bounty chocolate bar, as you know. I put that at number one last time. And I've gone for the cookie equivalent, also made by Bounty, which is a beautiful coconut cookie. See, um, so I'm, I'm not going to have a go at you at this one because I don't mind a Bounty cookie. And to be honest, I don't mind a Bounty chocolate bar. I was, but, I mean, for a cookie, it's fine. For top space, that's fine. The chocolate bar cannot be top chocolate bar, but the cookie cheers. can be top biscuit. That's fine. Good. Um... The bounty cookie was eaten by myself on numerous occasions, and I enjoyed them every single time. That's the facts I have on that. It's the best chocolate. It's the best um, biscuit <clears throat> by far. If anyone wants to argue, I'll meet you on the Abbey Park for a good old fist fight. Well, Stu, I know that you think 
that that's the best. But pop your socks back on because they're about to get blown off. With Hang on, the- so just been blown off <laughs> thinking about them. <laughs> Let's pull them up. I've got Joker socks on today, Alex. Joker, you know, from Batman. Brilliant. Yeah. Right, so my number one stew is the McVitie's Chocolate Digestive with caramel in the middle. Oh, uh, no, I don't like now, uh, the, the, the normal one's better. No, they're not. Especially if you heat them up slightly <laughs> and, the, and the caramel goes yeah. a little bit gooey. <laughs> now, Stu, on their website, I love this, enjoy a secret layer of irresistible chewy caramel topped with a milk chocolate covering. Ooh, right, wait there. They said it's a secret... <laughs> <laughs> they said it's a secret layer, even though they advertise it on the pack. Yeah. It's not, it's not secret then, is it? Yeah, but if you were to say, if you were like an old lady and you emptied all of your biscuits into a tin, then it would be a secret layer because people wouldn't know it was in there. They'd, they'd yeah. bite and go, oh, bloody hell, fucking caramel in here. Margaret, Margaret, there's fucking caramel in here, you, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> I'm allergic. That could happen. Right, that's all I've got for Poor it. Poor old Margaret. <laughs> what have we got for social media? All of that. Oh, fucking hell, hurry up. Not, we're not, it, this ain't taking forever. We like doing this bit. We're going to start with regular Gav. It's yeah. not just regular Gav this week, it's all the Gavs. No. So, regular, regular Gav, Jammy Dodger, no. Gary Baldy, think, what? I, I don't see the, the love for Jammy Dodgers. I really don't. Well, you're a weirdo then. <laughs> Gary Baldy and Fig Roll. Good on him. Uh, Mrs. Gav, Fox's VNS Worlds. Yep. Ginger Nuts. Mm. Oat and Raisin Cookies. Yeah. Uh, Mini Gav, the Chocolate Chip Cookie, the Jammy Dodger, and the Custard Cream. Custard Cream. Okay. <laughs> uh, Keith Campbell, he's gone for Biscuit Brown, Biscuit Frost, Fruit, and the Viscount Orange. Biscuit Brown and Biscuit Fruit are their military ration packs. Excellent. Yes. Chris Chris Comrath. Chocolate Digestive at number one. The Hobnob at number two. The Choco Leibniz at number three. And um, honorable, men- honorable mention to the Garibaldi. Yeah. Moaning Myrtle, number one. Bourbon, number <sighs> two. Pink pink Wafer, number <sighs> three. Jammy Dodger. Thoughts? All three of them aren't great. When you've got other things about, knocking about. I know she likes a fucking Bourbon, though. I ain't that keen on Bourbon Biscuits. No, uh, the scoreless thriller podcast guys. Number one, hobnob. Number two, custard cream. Number three, fig roll. Yep. Uh, KTR, the one you've been having a battle with on Twitter this week. Well, no, she called me a prick, and I thought that was a bit harsh. She called you a prick. She laughed at her film choices. Moving on, <laughs> the milk chalk hobnob. Number two, yep. the fruit shortcake. Strong biscuit that is. Oh yeah. And number three, the jammy dodger, which you don't like. I didn't say I didn't like it. I just, I don't, I, I'm not a big fan of them. They're all right, but I'm not a massive fan of them. Fair enough. Uh, Claire R, number one, the chocolate digestive. Number two, the milk chocolate Leibniz. Number three, the shortbread. Yep. Yep. Brand Ultron, who knew that robots could eat biscuits? Uh, uh. <laughs> number one, the coffee cream. Number two, the chocolate malted milk. Number three, the crunch cream. Yeah. Frank Mendoza. Okay. He's gone for the Snickerdoodle, the Macaroon, and the Prezel. <laughs> I, I had to look them up too. Uh, send, a, send us some over, Frank. 
please. please. Uh, Paige, new listener. Number one, Oreos. I mean, ugh. I don't mind an Oreo. No, I don't like them. Number two, the Hobnob. Number three, the Lotus Biscoff. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Fancy. Uh, Natasha, she's gone for the chocolate finger and the biscuit. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> number two, the custard cream. Number three, the chocolate digestive. <laughs> uh, a bit of blue. Uh, jo- Jody Miller, number one, the fox crinkle crunch. Ooh. Uh, number two, the jammy dodger. Yeah. Number three, the malt milk. Oh, come on. Yeah, I don't like them either. Callum, number one, party ring. How old are you, 10? <laughs> number two, the jammy dodger. Number three, the chalk finger. And the biscuit again. Catherine, yeah, gone for shortbread. The plain digestive. Oh, wow. what is wrong with you, Catherine? And the brimble's biscuits. Fox a brimble biscuit? Don't know. Didn't look it up either. She also Absolutely. wears um, denim jackets that are too short for her as well. Hmm. Lauren's gone for the jammy dodger. Yep. The custard cream and fox's biscuits. But any. Any fox's biscuits. I don't matter which one. What, even the... Oh, I don't know. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, even even that one. <laughs> All right, here's a bit of... Okay, we might have to bleep this one out. Danny. Okay. Bruin has gone for Toffee Pops, the Chocolate Hobnob, and Soggy. What? A Soggy Biscuit. Oh, my God. He's one week listening about <laughs> Yep. Hakeem, Maryland Cookie, the Chocolate Digestive, and the Chocolate Hobnob. Yep. My father, you're like his number two this week, huh? Yep. Bourbon, the Ritz Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Regarding Henry. Uh, and tack, it's another military biscuit. Yep. Uh, Farah Western, she's gone for the hobnob digestive, the jammy dodger, and the custard cream. She did want to pick Jaffa cake. Um, I've told her you want to allow it, and there was a bit of. Yep. Yeah, frowned upon. John Jones. Jolly. The chocolate hobnob. Yep. The Capri's animal biscuit. Yes. Yes. And the M&S, <coughs> the M&S Extremely Chocolatey Milk Chocolate Rounds. To be fair, Stu, there's, a, there's an M&S b- a box of biscuits, and they're, all of them in there are amazing. Oh, they? Yeah. I need to try them. I'll get um, in, It's like the, literally the box is about four quid. It's well worth it. Well, for a quality biscuit, why not? Yeah. Philadelphia Steve. Philly Steve. Philly Steve. Shortbread. Oreos, oatmeal, raisin, mm-hmm. and Philly Nicky as well. Philadelphia Nicky. Yeah. Oh. Peanut butter blossom, shortbread, and the chocolate chip cookie. Yep. Chris at VAR at the bar has gone for custard creams, cream crunch, and jammy dodgers. And my mum she's gone for shortbread, shortbread, fig roll, and the plain digestive. But she's not a cunt. No, but, and she picked a fig roll, so she's all right in my book. Brand. Yeah. Alex, have you got a hobnob? No, I've got an ordinary one. <laughs> <laughs> I have, um, I just like to say that I have stolen that joke from bottom. So, you know. Boris. Anyway, <laughs> Stu, what is our next top three? Top three nipples. <laughs> Left, right, or third? No, joking. <laughs> <laughs> next week, Al, and for all of our listeners out there, I want to know your top three. 
board games. Oh, this is what I was going to use in the future. Excellent. Oh, so if advice. you have got um, a board game that you really love and you'd like to share that with us, why not get in contact? We are stewandowpod at gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram, we are at stewandowpod. Let us know. So that was top three. And now it is time for Nineties Corner. Nineties Corner. In each episode, Stu and I bring something kicking and screaming from the nineties, and we have a chat about it. And if we both think it were great, all we'll get swept into Nineties Corner. But if one of us thinks it's shite, then it gets sold off in Leicester Mercury or Lincoln equivalent. Stu. What do you bought from Nantes this week? <laughs> it's a, I've got a classic film, Alex. Yeah. It's a deal. It's a steal. It's a sale of the fucking century. Lock, stock and two smoking barrels. Oh, lovely stuff. I watched this last night. Um, had to watch it on YouTube because so I couldn't find it on Netflix or anything like that. Yeah, it's not on anything, is it? Snatch is on loads uh, of stuff, but not this. Snatch, yeah, Snatch was on, but I couldn't find this, so I just typed on YouTube and it was there, luckily. Mm-hmm. Mate, what a film, eh? Oh, yeah. Hell. Vinny Jones. He was brilliant. So he's going to be on one of my facts in a minute. But, okay. So this was just like, it's, it seems like he just went, he got his mates to be in a film. Yeah. 40 of the speaking parts in this film, 17, it was their first ever time making a movie. Yeah, really? Yeah, um, but yeah, that's, so it's the story of um, his name. So he escapes me, but Nick Moran gets um, Dexter Fletcher out of press gang <laughs> and uh, the transporter and um, Jason Fleming to get him some money so he can play cards with some bloke who's got a sick mustache. Yeah. He loses because they cheat and then he owes him 500 grand and then there's a big... Uh, a lot, a lot of fun trying lot, to raise the money for that. It's um, my favourite Guy Ritchie film. Yeah. Um, I, bl- I, just, I just really like watching it. What, what's your facts? Facts, Al. Facts. Yeah. It's the debut movie of both Vinnie Jones and Jason Statham. Was it Jason Th- Statham's first film? Yeah. So you know that bit in the start where he's doing the market stall yeah. spiel? That's like, he used to do that anyway. Ah, uh, right. Mm, that's why. So I reckon, I don't know if it is or not, but he probably had a bit of input in that little Fair scene enough. at the start. Bacon, causes shit. Ocean colour scene, perfect opening scene. Brilliant. Uh, Ray Winston was originally offered the role of Hatchet Harry. Yeah. Mm. And the scene where Nick the Greek smashes that table by accident, you know, when he goes to the, the meeting yeah. with, um, with the Afro bloke, uh, that actually happened by mistake. He put the um, glass on there, it smashed. And he was mm. just like, Ooh. garbage went, no, I like it. Left it in the film. Content uh, rating, Al, according to IMDb. Sex and nudity, moderate. Yeah. Violence and gore. Violence and gore, severe, with a body count of 16 deaths. Mm. Profanity, severe. They say the word fuck 125 times. Good. Alcohol and drugs, moderate. Frightening uh, scenes, mild. It's like you're reading the back of the fucking DVD case. You do that all the time. <laughs> right. Um, um, I mean, you always put the content rating from IMDb on your movies on here, so... 
Before I'd have a go. So I am more than happy for you to sweep that into 90's corner. More than happy. Yeah, if you didn't, I'd get big, big Chris on you. Yeah. Want to sweep it in? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> now, Stu, my 90's corner. Now, let me take you back to my bedroom. The 90's? Oh, again. In the 90s, me and you sat in front of a TV screen, our joysticks in our hand, waggling them about. We'd be <laughs> fiddling about with our knobs and pressing our buttons. We'd also play on the PlayStation. <laughs> hey. So, Stu, I would like to put the PlayStation into 90s Corner. Called PlayStation um, 1. PlayStation 1, or just the company of PlayStation. It started in December the 3rd, 1994, with Sony. Um, the PS2 actually came out in the year 2000, so six years after the original. Hmm. It was um, a guy called, um, I don't know if I'm saying this right, Ken Kutaragi, um, and he was dubbed the father of PlayStation. He was, an, he was an executive hardware engineer. He, well, he was, sorry. He was an executive in the hardware engineering division of um, Sony when he came up with this idea for um, PlayStation and he designed it and look how far it's gone, really. So he wasn't even like the boss. He was just like, you know, he was, a, he was an executive, but it was amazing. I thought this was interesting, Stu. Originally, Sony and Nintendo were going to bring out um, a console that was basically a Super Nintendo with a CD-ROM. Okay, and there's, there's actual designs of this that you can find online. It looks weird, but it apparently didn't happen. So then Sony went and made this PlayStation instead, which I think is crazy. Don't you think? Well, I've had the PS1, PS2, PS3, and PS4. Exactly. Not and the PS5, so what, yet. But... When I looked at the games, the first games that were on it, the only one that I knew of was Ridge Racer. That was the only one that I thought yeah, I know what that is. The only ones that didn't, didn't know any of them. But I think, you know, we used to play PlayStation a lot together. We used to play it before school. Yeah, um, we used to play SmackDown, didn't we? Didn't yeah, we, we used to play SmackDown. SmackDown. We played the Royal Rumbles, didn't we? Stuff like that. So Suction we used to play tab. a lot. And Stu, so. we, we played it all through our lives against each other. We used to play FIFA or Pro Evolution Soccer against each other. And I imagine mm -hmm. the next time we get a chance to meet up, we'll probably have a game of FIFA again. No, you'd probably beat you as usual as well. Probably. So what do you reckon? I mean, yeah, easily, mate. Get yeah. that brush out. Excellent. So, Stu, have we had any social media? We have. I can guarantee one's going through from Regular Gav this week as well. Go on, then. Red Shoe Diaries from Regular <laughs> Gav. <laughs> I, I, did, I did tweet back to Gav on this. I do remember Matt LeBlanc, Joey from Friends, being in an episode. And it's a place <laughs> in the lift. But wasn't it narrated uh, by, like, David Duchovny? Didn't he introduce yeah, he. It? He introduces it every episode, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Good old Mulder. Yeah. Uh, he's also picked the Adam and Joe show as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't think I've ever seen that. No, I didn't watch it all the time, but I did like it when I saw it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Brando Tran. Brando Tran. He's gone for the sound of a dial-up modem connecting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a fucking annoying sound, but it's not. Mm. Oh, I don't know. It's not a good thing, is it? 
Like it no. is very nineties, but it's not a very it's not a good thing. It's gotta be teetered on the edge, isn't it? What do you reckon? Swoop it in. Yeah, go on then. It's Brendan, isn't it? It's Brendo. Yeah, it's Brendan, isn't it? Brendo. Uh Keza G. I mean Mona Myrtle. <laughs> She's gone for Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't a massive fan, but oh yeah. I'd say yeah. Chris Conrath. This is a good one. The British Empire. <laughs> hey, Mr. British. <laughs> yes, Mr. British. I, yeah. I used to love watching that. Yeah, I did. It was great. Uh, that's going in. He's also gone for Euro Trash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, Pam and Tommy's sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hat trick for Conrath, isn't it? Brilliant. Week? Well done. Well done. Okay. Um, there could be a second hat trick here as well. John Jones is yeah. gone for Brit Britpop. Yeah. Shooting stars. Yes. And the fast show. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> In my selections, brilliant. Two hat tricks there. Well done, John. Well done, Chris. Well done. Is everything. Yeah, we're all good, mate. Well done. Excellent. So, if you've got something that you would like to submit to Nineties Corner. Why not get in contact? We are stewandowpod at gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram at stewandowpod. So that was 90s Corner, and now it's time for Al's ads. For sub, for comedy, and for impressions, it's time for Al's ads. Al's ads. Each episode, Al, my Hello. esteemed colleague, opposite <laughs> me right now on the screen. Hello. He, uh, he, he finds adverts from celebrities or um, characters that he's found down the local. And <laughs> they want to just like plug some shit. Al said, like, yeah, just slip me a fiver and I'll, uh, I'll put it on the show. What have you got this week, Al? Well, Stu, um, I was given this by a friend of mine at the BBC who um, uh. he said that this was a match of the day promo for the 2020 to 21 season. It was originally supposed to go out um, around before the season started, and it was a promo for it, but they found it a little bit too rude, so they had to cut it. But he's given it to me. He said, have a listen to this. You'll love it. Put it on your podcast. So, um, um, so I've got it here. Right, um, I'll pass you the tape. You're not going to tell also, me who it is, are you? Oh. I just let you, well, it's all the guys from, a few different people from Match of the Day. Yeah, um, good. But just to, just to warn you... A few of them have got colds or throat infections and they don't sound exactly like they would normally. <laughs> right. Mainly, mainly, because, mainly because I can't do Gary Lineker's voice very well. Okay. <laughs> it, is, it is a hard one, isn't it? Let me, let me have a go. Hi, I'm Gary Lineker. No, I can't do it. It's hard, isn't it? Yes, yeah. <clears throat> Click. Hello, Gary Lineker here. Why? <laughs> Why is he Australian? If you're looking forward to the 2020-21 Premier League season, you'll get all the... <laughs> that's more. That's John Watson. It's so hard. I mean, <laughs> you'll get all the action and highlights here on Match of the Day. And this year, if Leicester win the league, I'll go one further than my underpants and I will present Match of the Day in a thong. How about you, Alan Shearer? Uh, read one. If, New- if Newcastle win the league, I'll go one further and I'll wear a Borat mankini. 
how about you, Mark Lorison? Oh, um, if Liverpool win the league... See, this is quite good, this one, isn't it? Yeah, I like that. If Liverpool win the league, uh, I'll go one better and I'll, I'll present the show with my cock and balls out. How about yeah. you, Alan Hansen? Oh, yeah, well, I tell you what, Paul, if Liverpool do win the league, Lorison, you can do it with your cock and balls out, out and I'll hit them with a table tennis bat. How about <laughs> you, Mark Hughes? Oh, if Mark Hughes here, if uh, Manchester United win the league, uh, Mark Lorison will do the show with his cock and balls out, and I'll hit them with a sledgehammer. Well, well hold on a second. <laughs> no, 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 no. How about you, Gianfranco Zola? Hey, uh, if uh, Chelsea win the league, Mark Lorison <laughs> will present with his cock and balls out, and I will run over them with a steamroller. Well, 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 that's not fair. I'm, I didn't agree to that. So, yeah, Gary Lineker here again. Match, match of the day coming up. This season. So, yeah, it got, kind of got caught because, you know, um, they were talking about Mark Lawrence's cock and balls throughout the rest of it. Poor Mark. That's how <laughs> Liverpool don't win the league, eh? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, thank you, Stu. There'll be another hour's ad next week. But let's move on to Stu's feature. It's in the news. In each episode, Stu tells us two lovely news stories. One of them is made up, and one of them is bloody real. And it's so difficult trying to work out which one's real and which one's fake. He'll also give us some humorous headlines, some humorous sports results, some humorous weather, and a little bit of humorous (laughs) (laughs) travel. (laughs) So, Stu... Give us our headlines. Thank you, Al. <laughs> Midge Yaw becomes counsellor for Strictly contestants after finding them dancing with tears in their eyes. <laughs> Bit of Ultravox for you there. Uh, Les Gray releases his own line of cat flaps after repeatedly jumping with fright every time the cat crept in. <laughs> Les Gray, of course, the lead singer of Mud. And Bob Geldof announces he no longer plans to do any further charity work, saying he'll be looking after number one himself. <laughs> Bit of the Boomtown Rats there. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Those are your headlines. Here is story number one. A Virginia high school student was napping on a school bus Monday when a deer crashed through the windshield and landed on him. The deer, believed to be a young calf, ran off after the bus driver slowed down and opened the door. Whether or not it was the deer's stop is to be confirmed, but we'll find out. Uh, The pupil, 15-year-old Brandon Martin, (laughs) was not not injured but left very confused. He said, I was confused. I was trying to sleep and wake up to something on my back. What was that? I realised it was a deer. As you do, and was just very confused because I'd never seen a deer actually jump through a, a windshield and land before. What an odd comment! Yeah, yeah, I've seen them <laughs> jump through windows, but I've never seen one actually land it. Yeah. Uh, despite the crazy incident, Brendan will still look for his favourite seat at the front of the bus. Talk. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> I sit at the front. 
Uh, yeah, it's Steve Lundquist's favourite seat, saying there's no way it's happening twice. Oh, God. Excuse me, I've got a cold. <laughs> uh, wildlife encounters uh, with school buses are quite a history in Virginia, though. In uh, 2005, a 14-year-old passenger stashed a coral snake into a book where it escaped and bit him. Ha. Yeah. And in 2019, a woman and her child were attacked by a rabid raccoon at a bus stop. Oh, Bizarre. Wow. More on the deer's welfare in future episodes. Excellent. So That's was that true, the real one. <laughs> oh, we don't know that yet, do we? <laughs> there was a pun in there. I said doe. Yeah. yeah. Doe wave happening. I have a cold. Uh, story number two. I think you're going to guess already at the start. The Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The fact the that you roll- put a picture of the Rolling Stones on Twitter earlier as well. Yes, that was a little clue for you there earlier, Al. The Rolling Stones may not be uh, rocking out anymore, but they have shared with me what they plan to do next. So I met uh, on Zoom recently, Al, in my live reporting, because yeah. I do the news. So Mick Wood, Mick Wood. Mick Jagger, Ronnie Wood, Keith Richards, and Charlie Watts all shared with me recently what they're, what's coming up. Mick said, Well, I'm opening a franchise of curry houses in London called Ruby Tuesday. <laughs> I use my own spices and my secret ingredient, brown sugar, <laughs> to, make them, to make them stand out. I borrowed the recipes from my mate Angie <laughs> to start me up. <laughs> We open soon. Make sure you swing by, you little cunt. Charlie, <laughs> yeah. what you got? Well, I've recently... <laughs> well, I've recently... Jagged impression just... was quite good. Thanks. Well, I've recently discovered you can't always get what you want. <laughs> so I've decided to help people and open the bar in New York. Hmm. I've got some wild horses <laughs> to be the beast of burden and oh. carry the materials I needed, right? Removal vans were all uh, booked, you see, and it was hard to get some of this COVID going on. But the bar is called She's a Rainbow, and they're going to go gothic and paint it black. <laughs> Ronnie Wood, what you got, mate? All right, Ed, Ronnie here. I'm going to be opening art galleries all over Europe, all right? Yeah, they'll be modern, and they'll have historic pieces on show with my new live orchestra band playing. They're called Symphony for the Devil. <laughs> Satisfaction guaranteed. <laughs> um, Security is going to be tight there because of all the price, price fee paintings on show and all that. So watch them cues. No jumping, Jack. <laughs> Flash photography is also frowned upon. <laughs> Keith, what about you? Fuck uh, off. Give me shelter. I want a fag outside, all right? We're going for a smoke. I'll be going round bars when they open, starting in the bag of nails. First round's on me, way. <laughs> Fuck you, can. Right. Well, what we got to do then? Now, Keith, we've done it, mate. All right. Where are we rocking at tonight, boys? Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a really good time with the Rolling Stones on Zoom there. Um, yeah. That's all what they're getting up to. But... <laughs> Which story is true, Alan? Which story is false? Oh, well, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to really enjoy listening to that back. It's just all the different voices. Every step, slightly different from each of them, but very, very good. Well, I think quite clearly the um, Rolling Stones one was one you've made up. 
yeah my particular highlight was the security is tight no jumping in the queue yeah <laughs> security is tight so watch them queues no jumping jack flash photography is also uh banned. yeah very good trying it's to very good trying to think of a way to get jumping jack flash and that was the only way i could do it yeah. um uh our keith richards bet you want a bit of sport yes please uh, that's bloody good right so santa had a goal ruled <laughs> I'll do this bit, Keith. You, you take a seat, mate. Uh, Santa had a good round at the North Pole Open this week in golf, hitting a birdie at hole 15. Uh, it was a partridge on a par three. <laughs> and the Belgium Open has been called off due to a noise complaint as they were making too much racket. Hello, Alex. It's Mick Jagger back. Right? Do you want a bit of travel news? Yes, please. That's great, mate. Well, expect some delays on the M25 southbound, right? Because there's been a bus full of musicians, just like me and my band. Well, this bus full of musicians have broken down, yeah? So expect some lengthy jams. (laughs) (laughs) Roddy, you want to do the weather? It's going to be loud. (laughs) Brilliant. So that was in the news, and now it's time for Buster Mine. Hey! Each week, Stu and I give each other a subject to revise on Wikipedia, and then we ask each other five questions on that subject. It's a little bit like Mastermind, but we're bastards because we give each other shitty subjects. So last week, Stu, I gave you the topic of cats. And you gave me? Coventry. Exactly. So, Stu, who's giving who questions first this time? I'll let you choose, Al. Uh, you give me the questions first. Okay, doke. Alex, your chosen subject is Coventry. Yep. Your time starts now. Question one. Which river is Coventry built on? Sherbourne. Yeah. There's only a few things I know. <laughs> Alex, Coventry have an American football team. Can you name that team? Coventry Buccaneers. It's Coventry Jets. Ah. Alex, Coventry was founded by who and when? It was 1043. Correct. Can't I get a point for that? You can get half a point because it's only half the question answered. Ah. I can't remember. It was by Leofric, Earl of Mercia. Uh, yes, yep. 1.5 at the minute. Alex, who is the Lord Mayor of Coventry? Linda Bigham. Bigham? Biggers? <laughs> yeah, Linda Bigham. <laughs> 2.5. Alex, the Rico Arena is situated in Coventry and it plays home to which rugby team? Um, um, Coventry Broncos? No, it's Wasps. Ah, bollocks. I'm happy with that Mm. Right Stu Your subject is cats And your five questions start now Question one To distinguish from wild cats What is a house cat also known as? Farm cat It's a domestic cat Question two Cats were domesticated in the Near East Around what year? 1700 BC. 7500 BC. Hmm. 
Question three, what is their conservation status? A what? Conservation status. Domesticated. Correct. One point. Question four, in which kingdom are they classified? This was on that little submenu thing, wasn't it? Hang on. Yeah, most of them are. <laughs> Animalia. Animalia. Correct. Correct. Um, question four. In, um, so, oh, sorry. Question five. What is the percent percentage of UK adults that own a cat? What country? Uh, UK. Well, like adults or families? It's just what is the percentage of UK adults that own a cat? As in, okay, um, 10%? 26%. Oh. So, Stu, you scored two out of five. So, again, I've won. It is now 7-1 to myself. You see... You got half a point, but I don't know where to take that from you because you didn't fully answer the question. No, you said I could have half a point. You can't take it away now. Yeah, but I've changed, I've changed my mind now because um, I didn't win. So it's 2-2. Two, two, so we no. can take it to a tie no, break. No, it's not. No. That's, that's only fair because you only no, answered half the question. No. So this has been a controversial episode. Cause well, no. No, 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 no. Because you gave it to me. If you'd said no, I couldn't have half a point. Yeah, that was being nice. That was being nice. And then couldn't give I, a got shit. B, I got BC, so that's half a point as well. Oh, oh, yeah, because you could have said 1 BC. I could I mean, have, but it's 7,499 years. It's like you only answered half that fucking question as well, <laughs> so this should be half a point for me. So we're taking it to a tie-break. No, you're not. Do you want your tie-break question it. anyway? Yeah, I do. Um, as of 2021, how many stray cats are there in the world? Four. <laughs> it's 480 million. <laughs> See, I got half of that fucker and all, because I said four. You didn't let me finish because you interrupted. <laughs> go on, what's my tiebreaker? Uh, why are you a cunt? Uh, you I go. think you had that one a few weeks ago. <laughs> uh, Coventry have an ice hockey team. What are they called? Uh, the cunts. <laughs> Coventry, the Coventry cunts. Coventry, Bla Coventry Blaze. That's a shit name, isn't it? Sorry, Keza, I tried to win, but I didn't. They've been fucking cheated this week, though, to be fair. So, hey, you there you go. Shut the fuck up. Jesus, what's my the... subject for next week? Twat. Uh, starts with a D. All right. The twat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your subject next week is Dracula. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yours is Doctor Who. Oh, I like Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, there you go, then. I can name you every single person that's played Doctor Who. What be fucking do? I won't ask that question then. No, I mean, I can't really. Right, Ooh. so <laughs> that was Buster Mind, and now it is time for Tales of the Bag O' Nails. The only reason you win is because you are a bastard. Each episode, Stu or I take a trip down the Bag O' Nails down in London to meet a person down there who drinks down the bag of nails or it could be someone who works there you never know Stu, you went down virtually this week but oh. soon Stu, Stu, next episode i'm gonna go down because it's uh and i could sit in the pub garden so i'm gonna go down next uh next episode so that's nice oh uh, yeah 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 you can't call you yes i'll enjoy you. that can i come yeah of course you'll have to sit further away though so it surprises you when you hear the recording of course, yeah, of course. So, Stu, you went down virtually, hopefully, fingers crossed, the last virtual one we have to do. Um, so tell us who you met. Yeah, well, in a minute, but just remember, you can't 
travel to London still, can you? Um, I can. We can because we are. Um, we've got. Oh, media. we're pressed. Yeah, we're pressed. We're pressed. Yeah, so yeah, we're yeah, right. of course. Yeah. Good. Uh, this week, I met virtually a person called Jack Results. Oh, that's a good name. Uh, he's a lorry driver. Yeah. Um, but when he's not doing that, he helps out in the bag of nails collecting glasses. Oh. So he's kind of a worker, like you mentioned. I don't know how you saw that one coming. <laughs> um, Jack is from Blackpool, although you wouldn't know it because I can't do a Blackpool impression. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. don't you just pick somewhere that you could do an impression of? Where's the funny part in that? Oh, yeah, true. Um, well, anyway, here's his tape out of the recording I took there. There you go. And that's what you have to say. Click. Here I am, It's uh, <laughs> me, Jack Results from Blackpool. This is that Sean Bean. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, all my Northern's the same. So I make a lot of deliveries, as you know. I think if Stu told you at the start of the show. Uh, I make a lot of deliveries to London. And every time I'm here, pop into Bag of Nails. <laughs> I don't really work. I told um, Stu to tell you that for a laugh. Because I, I kind of see myself as a comedian, you know. Obviously, you don't. Uh, but I've seen a lot of things down here in Bag of Nails. And uh, hearing my stories, right, stop drinking. I just imagine you would be at that point. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we had a um, bit of a bit of an episode outside of Bag and Nails this week. Um, we had lorry crash outside here, lorry full of penguins, not nuns, actual penguins, just to make it clear. Uh, <laughs> police outside, practically trying to air these penguins off off road, and uh, I've gone out to coppers and said, "What you got a penguin under each arm for?" He says, uh, "I said to him, well, I can do to help." He says, yeah, can you take these two penguins to the zoo? So uh, I'll land them in, in the van and load them in and drive off. Anyway, next day, Copper comes back, sees me in, in the bag of nails with these two penguins. He said, hey, I thought, I thought you were taking them to the zoo. I said, yeah, I did. We had a great time. And now today we're here down the pub. <laughs> Speaking of zoos, Al, the Irish... My Irish brother-in-law, I don't know if you if I told him about before, no? No, of no. course, I've never met the other. So, um, did you just speak? <laughs> Weird. But my Irish brother-in-law and his son, they went to the zoo once. A sign says on there, feed the elephant a bun and it will tell you your age. So a kid goes first, feeds him bun, elephant stomps six times. Kid is like, oh, bloody hell, you're right. And brother-in-law has a goal, feeds it bun. Elephant farts and stomps twice. He says, wow, he's right, 32. <laughs> Bit of scary stuff this week. I know, big cat escaped from zoo last week. Almost made me poo my pants. <laughs> I'm sure I used that joke um, in Bag of Nails a while ago. <laughs> you did, but I'm, I'm doing zoo jokes, so I had to borrow it. <laughs> I remember when I was a young lad, me and, uh, me and my dad went to the zoo to see birds. I used, to, uh, I used to be crazy about birds, Al. Loved them as a kid, you see. I'd spend hours looking at books, studying them and all that. But when we went to the zoo, I was so uh, excited. I'd, I'd read that the colourful jungle birds they got down zoo, the exotic ones, like, some of them can talk like parrots. So the first one we saw was a toucan. I said, <laughs> I said to my dad, can we talk with toucans? He said, no, without a string, son. 
Ah, fucking hell. <laughs> I got sacked from the zoo one time, you know. I used to work there. It's really unfair. The signs everywhere saying, do not feed the animals. So I didn't. <laughs> and, and apparently, <laughs> apparently <laughs> Bev, Bev were just saying behind bar, the three monkeys uh, kicked out of London Zoo for lighting their shit on fire and throwing it at zookeepers. A few of the workers got sucked to hospital for third degree burns, but that's another matter, isn't it? Okay. Anyway, I'll, I'll see you later. Like, I don't know what's happened to the accent. I told you I couldn't do Black Hill. <laughs> but uh, i got to go drive Laurie now. See you later. <laughs> he was good, wasn't he? Well, he, he was a nice chap, wasn't he, old Jack? Jack results. Gets yeah, he was results. good. He always gets results. Well, thanks for that, Stu. Oh, it was a lovely trip. I'm looking forward to going down next week, to be honest. Oh, no problem, Al. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that was Tales of the Bag of Nails. And now it is time for Mike Reed's Top Tip. Mike Reed's Top Tips. Pet, 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 pet. In each episode, Stu finds a cassette with some tips from Mike Reed, also better known as Frank Butcher. Pet, 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 pet. Stu, <laughs> what have you found this week? It's been very helpful again, our Mike. Um, of course he fucking has. Uh, found a little recording, just two. Two's enough. Two's Here enough. There you go, just um, there's the tape okay. for it. Click. For fuck's sake, you want some more tips? <laughs> Leave your own life, you fucking Arthur. All right, everyone, here's Mike Reed. Here are my top tips to get you through life. Stop that struggling. Live like me. You'll be spot on, son. Spot on. Right, struggling to read messages on your phone? That's fine. Put the phone in a glass of water. <laughs> this will magnify your screen. Problem solved. <laughs> failing that failing that need to save a bit of time in the morning I've got you put toothpaste on your breakfast you've killed two birds with one stone then <laughs> get to be about fellas see you later <laughs> cheers Mike hey I'll certainly be using them Stu I don't know about you I want to put toothpaste on my cornflake. <laughs> I've still not met anyone called Trevor though so you know that tip from before is still not worked out <laughs> for me yet. He did say if you find someone called Michael go around saying you killed Mike as well. Uh, yeah that's a good one. I'm still waiting for a Trevor. I'm waiting for a Trevor. Me, yeah. Come on Trev. Right in. So Stu thus brings to the end another episode of the Stu and Al pod episode 23. Mm. So, oh, we need to um, we need to say hello to a few people. We've um, we on. said um, I said uh, I said earlier, does anyone want to shout out? And a few people said yeah, so I'm going to do it. Yeah, you sound really excited about it. I'm sure <laughs> they'll be pleased. Who wants a shout out on a Stew and Owl pod? Fucking hell! <laughs> Start having a shout out on Crime Watch. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hello to everyone that replied. Hello, Farah Western. Say hello, Al. Hi, Farah, whoever you are. Do you know these people? Yeah, obviously. Hi, Farah. Uh, Keith Campbell wants to say hi. Hi, Keith. Hi, Keith. Uh, check out his Twitter and Instagram, at Capture Second. Whoa, we've already, been, we've already been a sellout once today. That's We're not, not selling out. Uh, Keza G Knight, he says she wants a shout out. Hi. 
Katie. Hello. Chris Comref wants to say hi and um, to plug his hashtag, Keep Comref. Yep. If you ever decide to quit the podcast again. Frank Mandosa wants to say hi. Hello, Frank. Frankie. Check out his website, frankmandosa at weebly.com. Hey, he's not paying us. His film lectures. <laughs> well, being friendly, Alex. Play give right, a shout sorry. out on this. Uh, the lads at VAR on the bar, at the bar even, they want to say hi. Hello. Hello, chaps. And so do the scoreless thriller podcast people as well. Hello, Hello. fellas. Keep those bolts coming in. Best bolts. And uh, Stephen Nicky at Gaze Into The Blue Light, GIBLpodcast.com. They offer lots of recommendations for movies, books, games, and TV shows. Stop giving other podcasts a shout-out. <laughs> no. <sighs> right. So, Stu, it's Easter this weekend. Well, not when the podcast comes out. Easter will have been. But this podcast is coming out on what date, Stu? Um, a week the, on Friday. The 9th of April. Is it? Yeah, 9th yes. of April. Yes, it is. 9th of April. It's the day before the Grand National. Yep. Get your mitts on! Anything else around that date special, Stu, do you think? Not that I can think of. There's some twat's birthday. I can't remember who's called. But it's actually Mo- Moaning Myrtle's birthday near then as well. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> it's your birthday, isn't it, Alex? It Coming is. Coming up on the 7th of April. Yeah, so two days after this podcast goes out. I'm not on Facebook anymore, Stu, so I imagine I won't get any... Nah, fucking birthday messages. Oh, you will. I'm going to do a recording and send you it on WhatsApp. Excellent. Look forward to that. But, uh, oh, sorry, Stu. I'm just just getting a phone call. One second. Um, hello? Yes, this is Stu's life partner. Yeah? <laughs> yes, of course. Thank you for calling me back. Um, I'd like to increase his life insurance policy, if that's possible. <laughs> yeah, of course. Double it. And can I just make sure, I know this it's a little bit uh, difficult to say, but it does all go to me, doesn't it? All the money goes to me. Excellent. Is he fit and healthy? Bloody yeah, he is so, he'll, he'll, he'll outlive all of us. <laughs> oh yeah, all right. See you later, you fucking sucker. <laughs> Sorry, still, just um, taking a message from my mum. That's right, I like completely switched dinner. off then, didn't hear any of that. So. Excellent. What happened? So, I missed the call. Nothing. But, is, everything, um, is everything okay? Hey, of course, do. Hey, um, listeners, if this is our last podcast for any unforeseen yeah. circumstances, then What's um, going on? we've really enjoyed um, talking to you over this time. 23 is a good number. So, anyway. So, if you want to get in contact, Stu, what is our 90s corner? Uh, not 90s corner. What is our top three for next episode? Board games, Al. Board but games. If you want to tell us your top three board games, or you want to contribute to 90s Corner, why not get in contact with us, stewandowlpod at gmail.com or at stewandowlpod on Instagram and Twitter. So that is episode 23. Nobody likes you when you're 23. Say goodbye, Stu. Goodbye. Happy anniversary, Johnny and Haley. Four years. Ha- well done. Happy Woo. anniversary. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. I ain't doing that shout-out thing again. <laughs>